Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. It doesn't. Welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. We are here at uh, Deer Camp Part 2 tonight, uh, live from Deer Camp Studio Headquarters. Myself, Tim Mazrana, Jamie Nokum, Dave Thomas, and Brian Bauer. And We're back. We are back. So it's been a couple we of weeks. Uh, yeah, been a couple weeks. Deer are running a lot yeah. more than what they were. You know, we got a lot of chasing going on. I think we're pretty much almost in the rut if we're not in the rut already. And uh, we got some stories to tell them, guys. Huh? It's been uh, here we. <laughs> is it the first day we're here, really? Yeah, it's kind of the first day, right? First full first day. Full day. First full day. Yeah. So yeah, we we've been playing this hunt for months, and we um came. I uh, was it like a Wednesday, Thursday night. Yep. So That's we all right. left after work. Yep. Um, got up to the hunt camp about two and a half hours from Detroit area, and we basically. We just had some fun, hang out, have a couple beers, whatever. And Got then, everything ready and set some stuff but up. But then, which was actually kind of exciting, I thought, because I felt exciting about it, but the weather report came in that it was going to be like a blizzard all day today. Three to five inches. Which, 30 mile an hour being in a, I, I knew I was going to be in the ground by at that point, because I didn't want to even consider risking falling out of a stand or whatever and getting caked in snow. But I was excited. I was kind of excited about it. Like <coughs> I thought, and so sure enough, morning came around, and there it was. I mean, it was coming down, dude. Oh, like, it, it was. It came down. Fast it was a blizzard. Furious. I think we got more snow. They they were saying uh, heavy snow in the evening, but we got I think the most the most snow in the morning. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah so, for sure. I mean, there was a good inch inch and a half on the ground by the end of the uh, the morning. So most of it comes tonight, yeah. which we'll find out. Which the weather's kicking up again, but. Uh, no wind this morning, which was good. I think the deer were moving around, you know, that you know, yeah. because of that. We didn't have much success really early. They didn't start to move around probably until nine. about 9 o'clock. And uh, I think, Dave, you were the first one to kind of see it. So Yeah, so. My phone blowing up. Oh, there's a doe. There was a, I looked up, and there was this most beautiful, gorgeous-looking, like, 
healthiest doe I've ever seen in my life. And she, I don't know if it's because of the snow backdrop or whatever, but yeah, she looked normal. She, she looked. <laughs> it was also just like a glow of wow. There's definitely a buck that wants to mate that doe. You know, I'm like, whoa, what the heck? She stopped in front of me about 20 yards, and then she proceeded to move on, and then she ran over to Note Boom, and but she looked behind her, and then she took off, and then I heard stuff breaking in the woods, so I knew from instinct and past experiences that there's most likely a buck back there, but I wasn't sure. So I um, stopped, you know, for a minute, I, like, took my mind off it for a second, and then I... I don't know what happened, but I looked back up and I saw this pretty big buck running the edge on the far side. Now, this is the far side of this field where I'm at is where the tree stand is. So instantly, I had regret so that you're I was on sitting. Opposite. The yeah, tree stands on the opposite, opposite side of where you're growing. It's like a horseshoe. So I'm thinking, man, if I was in that tree stand, I could have at least saw him come through the woods. Yeah. But he was moving. He wasn't, you know. So I saw him nose down. I saw antlers, I knew it was a buck. I didn't know how big. He ran out to um to the like the point where the U becomes like just field, so the far the like the front end of it. And they start running towards Tim. So I text him just to let him I was about to text him to let him know, but then he turned around and came right beeline for me. He clo- in clo- he closed in for me from hundred yards to like literally twenty. Now why do you think that is? I mean we you had the night before you put out some tinks and you put out So yeah. Good point. So I, so first off, I had a real doe out there. So I, I don't yeah. know, but that's in the morning, that's what he was following. That's probably, but in the morning, once I sat down, I took the trophy buck from Tinks and I sprayed it out in front of me, and the the wind was blowing back at me, kind of. So the so scent was nasty because I no, I had to smell it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I was sitting there like, why did I do that? You know? Yeah. But then she it's like came out. Into the wind. Yeah, and then and then the buck came and it was had nose down, and it was sniffing. But the, I, I so here's what happened. So this buck. Which was a nice buck. Turned out, I think, is the buck I saw earlier in the year that was way out, like 500 yards from me. Real tall, probably 130, 140-inch deer. He came at me, and um, I ranged him. Everything was happening very fast. So he had nose to the ground. He was totally rutting, chasing that doe. The doe's now, keep in mind, the doe's gone. The doe had already moved on to Jamie. She's not even near me. And so I knew that he was leaving, right? This was, it was either I'm getting a shot or I'm not. It's going to happen within the next 30 seconds, you know? So he, he's at 40 yards and coming towards me. I, I clock him at 40. So I get my, I had the crossbow. I was using Excalibur Assassin. I pull it up on my Vanguard mount that mounts to the tripod, the one that you were talking about. It's awesome. Yeah. So I pull up on it. But what happened was between the, where I ranged him and where he ended, he actually ended at 20 yards. When I, when I look back and mark where I thought I saw him today, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. He was at 20 yards. So I used my 40-yard marker on a 20-yard shot, and I hit him just below the spine in the nose zone. So Jamie and I tracked him today all the way for, like, literally 200 yards of some blood, but he's definitely, I don't yeah, think he's, he's dying. He was you got him in the nose zone above the lungs. He's, you know, I shot right under the spine. Above the lungs, so I don't think there's I don't think there's any ways. He dying. followed trails the whole time. He's, yeah, he never lay down. He'll go. He just he'll go moving. heal up and be back to work. So how did you? Know I basically gave him a tattoo. 
that he's at 20 yards. Right. It was so, I had buck fever. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I mean, that was the first experience of buck fever I had in a very long time. I don't usually ever get it. But to be honest with you, part of the reason was I didn't think I'd actually see a deer, you know, or a buck, to be honest. Well, it was a slow buck. I didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah. I was like, oh, I ain't going to see no buck. I'll see this doe, whatever. No big deal. And I knew I wasn't going to shoot a doe. I wasn't prepared to shoot a doe. So I really wasn't caring very much. And then that happened. And it was happened so fast. And it was like, oh, you got to make a move now. I mean, looking back on it, I just, I'm very disappointed in myself. I feel like. You know, I had this chance last year. I messed up with that 150-inch deer, you know, 50 yards, which was a respectable miss. But same area, yeah, same horseshoe. And then this year I get redemption, right, to get a – not the same size buck, but a little smaller, and I screw it up. So I'm I'm just – I'm a little disappointed in myself right now. And it's it's, – there's different factors that disappoint me. I prefer to use my bow. I had to use a crossbow. It's just my things that affect me. I want to be in the air. I don't like to be in a ground blind. These aren't things I'm actually used to doing that I'm good at. I, I've only shot one deer off a ground blind my whole life. And so today would have been number two. So it would have been, it's not normal for me is all I'm saying. Well, so, shot it. And so I tried and I messed up. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, we tracked it. He didn't come back tonight, obviously, because he's obviously not going to be coming back for a little while. I gave him a tattoo that looks like a ram cat. So, he's got the three star on him. And, uh, Mechanical? No, no, fixed. Fixed. Yeah, the brand cat's brutal. I think the only reason we even saw anything is because of that broad, that blood. Sure. I mean it. But I guess it just stinks because it's like one of those things, right? If I'm one inch higher, he's spined and he's on the ground. I can go and then eliminate him, whatever you want to call it, right? I can take him out. If I'm one inch lower, I hit a lump, right? You know, it's just like, come on. You know, it's just like... It's just that one spot. I just... So depressing. And, you know, and you never know what happens, you know? So it's like when Jamie and I were tracking it, I don't know. I mean, he could be laying right there. I could have clipped an artery and he could be dead 20 yards in the the wood line. You know, I don't know what's going to happen when I'm walking in those woods. You know, you don't know. But but the thing is, I think people need to be aware of is that we looked... We looked hard. We looked long, and it just there there wasn't anywhere else to go. I mean, the blood dried up, and that was it. And short of them getting a dog out here, which we don't have, um, you know, that's really the next step. That that's the only thing that you can do at that point. So it's it's part of the it's too bad. It's part of the unsuccessful nature of a of a bow hunter. I don't think you have that that often with a gun hunter at all i don't think it happens like that i don't think the range comes into play especially between 40 and 20 yards right so i think that just speaks to the the challenge that bow hunting is so and speaking of challenges there's been a couple others tonight um (laughs) this is gonna be the worst (laughs) yeah i'm 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 kind of speaking because i'm the odd man out i'm the only one that uh (laughs) that hasn't shot at something yet I was I was scoping some stuff out, but uh, you know why don't we move out just just in just in time order, Jamie? Let's go on to you. Uh, so Dave Dave shot first, and uh, same morning, same hunt. You're what about three hundred yards away, yeah, maybe? Probably three four hundred, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that doe comes by you, yeah. and uh, take it from there. Well, I saw his shot. So I'll tell you that, but so. After that, I'm like, oh, nothing's gonna happen. You know, here it is. Are we, are we just go? Let's just go look for his deer. But where, where I have my blind, what I do, there's the that racetrack that we have. There's like a big bowl that I can't see. So sometimes I'll sneak out and peek around the corner with my binoculars and check it out, see if there's anything in the bowl. Well, sure as hell, I look out there and there's a, there's an eight point in there, nice. and he was pretty far away. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna jump back in here and I'm gonna bleed a few times. 
just like I thought. He came right where I thought he was going to come. on a string. Yep. So About I five believe, minutes later. Like, what were you doing? What it, were you short, sweet, one one bleep? Two I do bleeps, two or three. Often, I did two or three doing? in a row. That's yeah, all. I that's did. all you did was just yeah. one one set of them. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then he was there, and then you know he was probably about 110 inches. I was not gonna shoot. Cause not bad for a Michigan hawk. <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah, that's well, nice. I was looking for one hit. That was, was going, after seeing what we that yeah. that ended up going through my head. I'm like, yeah. well, Dave shot my buck. Yeah. So the, well, the big one that we yeah. saw in True. part yeah. one of this hunt camp. Right. So yeah. I'm like, well, I, this could be my because I'm here for a week. This could be my only shot. And if right. I that's a fair, fair way to shot. think of it. To be honest, but the I problem would've. was, and everybody needs to listen to this. When I was here last, not last week, the week before, my camera was fully charged, and my rangefinder was fully charged. I get out there, my camera has five minutes or fifteen minutes left on it. And my rangefinder was dead. That's it was crazy. turning pink instead of red, and it wasn't taking That's ranges. Wow. So I'm like, you know, my my whole thing is is like, you know, I, I'm kind of making a rule on myself if if I can't get a good range, I'm not gonna shoot. So anymore. so when you so he it, unless, out, unless I know it's thirty or less. So and what you're getting at is that that he came out, yeah. you thought he was at one. I thought he was about thirty. Because I, I had I had got out. one range into a to a leaf, and it looked and it was about thirty, and, and he was right around there. there. But then it snowed. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and so he wasn't at thirty. He was, yeah. He was, so he was when I get in those situations, what I do is, if if I don't know for sure what the distance is, and I'm going to take a shot, I aim directly at the heart. That way, if he's further than I want, I'm going to miss clean. If he's a little bit in that I want, then I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna hit a lung. Right. So I went right at the heart and it. Broadside or? Uh, yeah, broadside. It was. Yeah. He gave me time and everything. And I went back and forth. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it. And I pulled and I thought I smoked him and he's running back and forth. I think he was just scared. I went and grabbed the arrow and I pretty much just gave him a little haircut. It was just a little tuft of uh, hair. And and that was it. The the, the uh, arrow was clean, so yeah. he's he's gonna live to fight another day. But so um. That's two out of four. Of us. <laughs> uh, so that, what, that puts the score at uh, two and zero. Oh. Deer oh, win two. Oh, two for the oh, deer. Two. For the oh, deer. For the deer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Although they didn't come out completely scared. One got a haircut and one got a tattoo. So there's that. And then uh, Brian, man, holy cow! So let, let's talk about our morning first. Um, well, so we're so the, these guys are hunting about three hundred yards apart. I'd say we're probably hunting about the same distance apart, right? Right. And uh, you're 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 sitting on the edge of the woods. I'm sitting on the edge of the woods. Kind of a similar situation. Um, you know, you're looking down into uh, o- over a ridge and kind of where the deer are, are moving through. And I'm I'm kind of in a similar situation where I'm looking over into a ridge and, and kind of looking out into the open, but. Um, the only shot that I would have is if they come out of the woods, right? Right, right. So we're, we're our morning, at least my morning, and, and I think our experiences were quite similar, was we saw nothing. Right, we saw, <laughs> we saw a, lot of, a lot of snow and got a lot of text so, messages, of, I know, a lot my, of excitement. Like, uh, my phone just blows up. I, I swear I had like 25 text messages in the matter of like 30 seconds from Dave and Jamie about this doe and this buck and the shot and his <laughs> shot and everything and his... It was just absolutely ridiculous how fast everything happened, and then there's you and me that are just like, right. what's going on? Like, so this yeah. isn't working. 
I, I just didn't feel comfortable with the spot I had set up. I, I only had one little area that was like six to eight foot wide. And then the back side where the woods was, I, I didn't have much where I felt like I could take a shot. So I decided to move a little bit closer to you, actually. Right. Um, so that's what we did. Still I, on a tree line, still but looking the, down into the woods. And right, down into the woods. Right. I, found a, uh, I found a scrape, which then looking tonight, we found that there's a bunch of scrapes over there. But And Jamie always kind of knew that as well, I think. Um, so I just set up off the field, but then facing that one scrape line, and then um, you and then, decided then to hunt where a you were spot. Gonna, yeah. yeah, that's where you were going to go that night. And, and at the same time, because you moved within like 50 yards of me, I decided, well, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm probably not going to see anything there. So right. I'm going to go. We have, there, there's another side of the property that nobody ever hunts. Um, small small parcel, but you know when we've walked it a couple times, there's, there's super highways just all over this place. So we, we go down there and we set up my ground blind, right, and then dress and go back out. And uh, that's where the night hunt starts. So mm-hmm. I think night hunt started a lot like our hunt in the beginning. Oh, yeah, in the definitely. Morning, it was completely dead. And yeah, and the Dave snow was Jamie, coming down. I think expectedly for Dave and Jamie at that point because of the tracking and all that stuff, weren't seeing anything. But I'm sitting there going, man, would that make a bad choice, right? Like, all right, I'm, I'm sitting here and, right. and honestly, nothing I, happened. There was right? probably at least a couple, two or three ten-pointers that were right by your stand. I was just yeah. watching the whole night. Yeah. I didn't really <laughs> want to tell you, but... No, I'm just I kidding. love it. I but no, it. I didn't really see anything over by your area. I just, um, like you said, nothing was happening early on, and actually for the first hour and a half, almost two hours of the hunt in the afternoon, you know. So I think yep. we got out around two, two thirty, you know. Yep, doing and, a, um, doing a good long four hour sit at least. So right. So then, um, yeah, all of a sudden I just I looked up into the field and there was uh, there was this deer that came out from the edge. It was actually between your spot and mine. Um, did so, it come from my spot? No, no, heck yeah, no. Better not. Okay. He was a lot closer to to my area, actually. And, and this deer never would have went over to you. You know, I truly believe that. No, I'm kidding. And I'm joking. So, you were not that close. Even even when you moved in closer, it wasn't. I mean, I think we were probably still a good 250 yards right. away from each other, and you're looking in a completely different direction. For sure. Here, so. so I saw this deer come out, you know, and I, I had my binoculars ready because I figured that if I see something in the field, I want to kind of glass it and see. So I glanced up and I saw that it was a buck. I'm like, all right. Um, and then I just saw it lifting up its nose and smelling in the air, you know. So I'm like, well, maybe he'll come around. Maybe he's trying to get downwind to check a scrape or, right. you know, something like that. So next, you know, he goes back into where he came from. And then I, the last minute I see him turn and kind of head in my direction. So no, no. Where are you at? Like, you're, you're in a ground blind, right? Oh, yeah, I'm in now, a ground blind. What does your view look like when you're seeing this? Uh, so I'm in a you're ground blind. To my left window, I can see the open field and then some of the, the wood line. And then to the right is I have a view of where the scrape is. So I'm probably about okay. 20, 25 yards off the scrape. Downhill, the tree. if I remember right. right. Yep, and correct? it goes downhill. Yeah. And then there's just a ton of, now that we a ton of scrapes in that area. And Jamie yeah. always sees a lot of buck activity over there. I saw a lot yeah. of rubs. So that's kind of why I figured I'd get a little bit closer to the action. You know, maybe they'd come and check some scrapes or something like that. So, well, you were right. Yeah, so so all of a sudden I get set up, and I'm, I'm ready to go, and then I see the, the buck coming through, you know. So now I'm trying to make a decision. Is it a shooter? Is it something, I'm, you know, is it, is it something that I want to try to take a shot at? Is it too small? Is it not? And I decided that, that it was it was good, you know. It, was, it wasn't a monster. It wasn't probably what Dave shot at, but... It was uh, something that I felt comfortable because I've passed on a lot of deer out here because I'm right. trying to 
trying to be respectful and follow the rules of what we we don't want to take a lot of small deer, you know. Yeah, but, uh, no, I think that's I think that's what we try to normally do is you know especially this time of season, right? Because right. It, it's really more I think to me and in, in in what I'm looking for in a deer, it's more about the season that we're in because yeah. when we're in this rut period, when you I don't see take those, those, yeah, I mean I when you see it though, that the the chances are phenomenally higher oh, that you're sure. going to see a buck right maybe, after that, maybe right? even so a decent buck early right. season it's patterning the food you know and, and if you see a buck it's because you're patterning on the food right now it's they're patterning the, the oh the for dough. sure so yeah you're in a good spot to see a doe and you and I, and I think that i think that's a great rule of thumb and i think you know i, I would hope that a lot of people agree with that when, when we come to this pre-rut even rut season that we're in right, right now, so. for sure yes yeah, so this deer came in and i i wasn't sure i thought he was going to check this grate that was like 17 yards from me and um what what i didn't realize later on there was a scrape also that he was kind of checking out but, but yeah the, there was the, two down there right yeah but the biggest thing is he he didn't like my blind like he right away like looked at my blind and was looking like what the heck's going on you know yeah now, so, do, do you think he winded you or he just no, he visually he, like kind of like oh there's something a little odd yeah he didn't win me because the wind was going full force the other way it was okay. going towards my back it All was right. in my face so. so that was way in your face yeah so yeah. no he didn't win me it just he didn't he knew something wasn't supposed to be there you know <laughs> um and i didn't really feel rushed or nothing at the shot and i to be honest with you even right now i still don't know if i made a bad shot yet because I know we didn't, we, you know. That's not tomorrow's episode. Right, it'll be tomorrow's because, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I. Yeah, I, so, well, I guess, I guess to end, to end that, we, we, you let it sit. You were going to go out right away, but you kind of, well, so you the deer came back. in. I take a, I took a yeah. shot. I felt like I was, I was on it pretty well. You shot the mesh. Um, yeah, and that's a great point. Like, I don't think any one of the four that are sitting here today have ever shot through mesh in a ground no, like We've always heard that you can. But yeah, I think I, every single one with a bow gun, I'd have no problem, right? You're not, you're right. not thinking twice about it. Because yeah, I always you're just always nervous I, about doing it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, know what I, it is. It's I don't know what made me decide not to clear it off. I just uh, I, I they say you can do it, and I had a fixed blade, so I just you know I, I don't Was really in the looking at the bolt. I didn't really think that it it didn't really look like it affected it to me. I, I just I think I still made a decent shot. Yeah, like I said, I guess we'll see tomorrow, but. So they sh I shoot, I think I hit the deer, it takes off running, and then when we come back to, you know, to try to find the bolt, we can't, we can't locate it yet still, no as of right yep. now, and there's no blood, so that's what's tough right now, you know, we, we did scatter off and go other places to try to go down some deer trails. and So no bolt, no blood, we looked at the video, video didn't really show because of the distance that it right. was, and it was a GoPro, so we'll, we'll give go, you know, we'll, we'll give you credit for that, is that there was no, you can't zoom in. Right. Right? So the, it was hard to see that distance of a shot on a, gro on a GoPro, um, but the long story short on that is, is we might be 3-0 for the deer. We don't know. We <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not sure yet, though. So, so but yeah, I, I mean, we're, I'm going to hunt in the morning, and I've got enough, I got another tag, so in case I... I do get this deer. I, I have yeah. another one. I can tag it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I guess we'll then I'll just try to go through and maybe I'll get lucky and find the bolt or, yeah. or find some blood, you know. Um, yeah. And so so my hunt, um, you know, for me, I think it's just I think it's just shaping up. So I moved. I moved to another spot where we had. It, it's an area where nobody's at, and in fact, it's completely separated um, from the from the main property that we're hunting by and, a highway. Uh, by by a yeah by a road. And uh, by a road. You know, I was having a really slow night. I'm thinking, you know, and that's where you start to, am I doing the right things? And 
is it is it because of something I'm doing? You know, I'm trying to grunt them in. Is it something that I'm doing? Is it is it the smell? Is it this? Is it that? Did well, I make the right decision? And some of your tasks, right? Some of your tasks that you could kind of tell you were yeah. going through a low at the moment. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, you go you, when, when you go through these two guys, Jamie and Dave, that that have seen deer all morning and haven't seen anything at night, but I think that's expected with what happened during the morning. I saw dope. I saw dope. And then you, oh, that's right, you didn't see a dope. And then, and then you, you who, who had a shot at a nice buck, um, and then I'm not seeing crap, you know, right. like, oh, great, you know, so I'm just sitting, I'm waiting it out, you know, not going to give up at all, and uh, your last light, like, probably about 25 minutes before last light, um, right on my right-hand side, I just, all of a sudden, you just hear this crashing through the woods, right, and it's crash, 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 and I look over, and there's this big big doe that's just like he's she's booking it through the woods and i'm like at first i'm thinking oh great she you know she went to me and she got scared and she ran but then all of a sudden there's three more that came out behind her and then all of a sudden there's two more deer that came out behind that and so i'm like oh man and and it's on my right hand side the spot that i didn't expect the shot on him so i'm I, I, at this point i'm just i'm just watching but right? i'm a spectator there's no way that i can sit there and even even think that i'm going to take a shot at him just because of the, just because of the spot that they're and so they, dis they disappear around to the right. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I'm just thinking, well, at least I saw some. Right. You know? About three minutes later, they ended up doing one big circle and coming back around the wood line. And, and I saw them about 60 yards out in front of me, like straight out in front of me across the field through the woods. And, the, and there's, there's four does, and they're just, I, they're, they're just going like buck crazy. I mean, they're, they're just, like, back and running full speed. They'll go, you know, 50 yards one direction, then 50 yards the other direction. They're just going all over the place. That's cool. And then all of a sudden, like, you see these two, these two smaller does, or these two smaller deer come out, and uh, everything kind of slows down a little bit. Those does kind of take off for a minute, and then the other two kind of work themselves into the field about 60 yards, 50 yards out. And I'm looking at them going, and this is get, it's getting a little dark, but... There's no, there's no antlers on these things. So I'm like, all right, well, there's six does. That's pretty cool. At least I'm seeing some does, you know. There's no bucks back here. But then all of a sudden, in the middle of the field, they start fighting each other. They start head-pounding each other and pushing each other. And I'm watching this go for a little bit. I'm like, oh, no way, man. Those are, those are a couple little the little bucks there. So I think they're they, a couple of probably mutton bucks mm -hmm. uh, or very small spikes where at that point you just couldn't see the antlers on them. And... Uh, they finally work themselves out. The does come back for a little bit, and you know they, they end up working into about 15, 20 yards. And at that point, it's past shooting light, but I don't want to spook them because I want to go back there in the morning, I, and I want them, you know, obviously to bring in the big bucks. So right. I just kind of sit there until they went out, and uh, and then slowly walk in from there. So I did end up learning that uh, you know the spot that we ended up setting it in probably wasn't the best spot from where they're coming from. Right. So I did end up moving my ground blind a little bit to have hopefully a little bit better angle tomorrow. So hopefully that'll be on tomorrow's podcast. But uh, overall, um, very, very unsuccessful day. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I think it was, I, and we still have some hope for yours. We're, we're going to go out in the morning and see what we, what we can find. Um, but uh, yeah, the re redemption did not happen today. And, no. Uh, not at all. A little bit. We have a little bit of a little bit of uh, work here ahead of us to, to do it. So. I I got to see a whole flock, huge flock of toms tonight, which was really cool in the snow. And yeah. you can see the snow on their backs and their feathers. It was pretty neat. 
And I saw Doe, and it ran over to Jamie, which didn't produce anything. No, because she, the buck she is went gone. To the truck, yeah. But, you know, the thing that's cool about it, and that is, in my mind, like, kind of nuts, is that what happened today was what you kind of dream would happen. Yeah. Because normally, like, when the rut hits... Oh, oh, phone dropped. Normally when the phone when the rut hits, that buck is already gone, like, onto a different property. And so for that buck to have been here like, still and, and, and rutting right in front of me and stuff was pretty much, like, Well, I think dream. you actually said earlier, and I think you something... It's, like, something that was, like, straight out of the movie. Oh, it was... The dude, way that it was, happened. Everything was, like, storybook. I mean, the way it looked, turned to go to you, but then turning just directly comes at me yeah. and then turns sideways. I mean, literally, 20-hour pop shot, and I flunked it. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it should have been... This should We should have been holding this buck right now, yeah. like, telling stories about it, taking pictures with it, you know, getting a process, having some good food out of it. I mean, it should have happened. So yeah, it's disappointing. To be honest with you, it is disappointing, but to be honest with you, I think there's some encouragement out there because... We're not the only ones that this has happened to. No, and I think I think and it's a I good example of crossbows, though. People always say, "Oh, it's so easy. You're cheating. You're a crossbow." Yeah, okay. We just missed. We missed. Okay, so let's 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 rewind a little bit. Last year, no, we didn't year, even talk about what we were shooting. Last year, everybody was shooting a crossbow. Correct, because the weather. We're all in crossbow. All three of these on all three of these boxes. Correct. So last year, Jamie and I, I missed a 150 at because of yardage. So I didn't have my rangefinder. Crossbow. Crossbow. So I try. I thought in my mind it was 50 yards. I missed low. Okay. Uh, fast forward a week or two weeks. Or the next day. I can't remember. Uh, no, two weeks. We got this weekend, but last year. We come out. Uh, we see the 150 out in the middle of a field. Far out. We decide to spot, spot and stalk it. Nopu misses the first shot at it. And he's running with a crossbow. Misses. 60 yarder. 58 yards. Came up a, three foot, a foot short. Uh, that's a long shot. Whatever it was. No, 60 yards, that was about three inches low. Whatever it was. That's and a then, long shot. But that's the thing. It's another yeah. equipment thing. You have to check your yeah. equipment. My scope twisted on me. Well, I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, but I I missed really sight my crossbow at the six. It's ridiculous. But I missed, again, after that with, with the different crossbow it's I shot. Completely my fault. Missed. But my yeah, the point here well, is, well, it's well, not let's easy. Let's be honest. Anytime you shoot and you miss... There's nobody to blame. No, no, I, I know. I you clearly know, just stupid mistakes. For like, me tonight, why was, didn't I change the battery on the rangefinder? Why did I let that? Why didn't you check the rangefinder right before? Yeah. Well, it's your yeah, it's on you. I mean, yeah. the camera, the oh, yeah. battery, so that it's, you know, it's it crazy. Sucks. You just assume. You shouldn't yeah. assume. But my check thing is, I mean, you missed because of a rangefinder. To be honest, I missed because of buck fever. I'm not gonna lie. Like I specifically missed because of buck fever. Because if I would have just re-ranged, I'd like 20 yards. It would have been a pop shot. But I was so scared to rearrange it. I thought he was going to run. And, you know, I, I, I it's over. The time, the time. I, but I, I didn't do the right thing. Like, in my mind, yeah. I should have never done that because of buck, buck fever threw me into a weird loop. So, what do you. So, so how here's do you, my point, though. I, I can't. And I, I wish I could, like, take back my shot because as the hunter, I need to understand the responsibility to not shoot, you know what I mean? Unless I know for sure. Yeah. What that distance is, right? All of us, we should all be in the same boat. Yeah. Even if he's going to run off, so what? So be it, right? You know what I mean? It's not meant to be. Instead of rushing a shot, which messed up him and messed up me and messed up the rest of his week and the rest of my night because it could have came back. You know, you don't know. Yeah. It might have ran towards him, but not to him and went around and it came uh, back. Yeah, and but see, that's the one thing you wouldn't let happen. Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> the buck fever came in because you knew very well it was running to Jamie. Yeah, I was not going to let that happen. And you were not going to let that happen. 
but the pressure messed me up in the buck fever. So, I mean, I have no excuses. I, I wish, like I said, if I could take that shot back, I would for sure. And last year's shot where I missed that big, beautiful yeah, year. So, but I, I think it's a, for, for as disappointing as it is for, I'm not going to say us, for you guys. <laughs> it, it's, I think it's a good positive thing to hear for the people that are listening because there's mistakes are easy to make. And you got to slow down. You got to make sure you know your equipment. You got to make sure you know what you're doing. And you got to make sure that you have a good shot, a good ethical shot. And I think that's the lesson. I think that's that's encouraging so, to the people that are hearing this. So. I don't usually see a lot of buck rutting like normally in my lifetime right. of, of bow hunting. Oh, yeah, this sure. is a little bit new to me, to be honest. This this lot where we're at now is in Michigan, and this is not normal. Like I don't usually see this kind of rutting where you have decent bucks rutting against those. Normally, you know, you and I, Brian, we used to hunt, like, early season, oh, yeah. never hunt the rut, you know, as we got older, we didn't well, know, right. we just State didn't understand. Right. For sure. So, even if I had my compound or a crossbow, it was the same situation. This thing was so jig, jiggy, moving everywhere, and I understand why Ron had issues in Illinois hunting the rut, because they're so moving. I mean, it's not like he just comes in and stops 20 yards and says, oh, I'm going to have a cup, bite of this carrot or whatever. Doesn't work like that, dude. Nose down, just going like this, jigging back and forth. You're like, what the heck is going on here? It's like a dog, like a bloodhound, yeah. like on something. You know, it's just a wet tail wagging, moving, jerking. I mean, it was so, so much going on that it honestly overwhelmed me. Like I'm like, what, what? you know, I'm like, what are we? What's going on here? You know, and it, right. you're talking a scoped weapon. Now, like you said, if it's a gun, you're you're good. Because you, the distance don't matter. One to a hundred yards, you're you're the same bead. You just gotta yeah. stay on him. Once he stops, boom. You know. But with a crossbow, that twenty yards, you saw what just happened. I freaking went into no zone because I used the wrong yeah. thing. And last year I went low, and then you know, this year he just went low because Jamie went low because he was same thing. He used the wrong, simple little dial. It doesn't work. The only time it ever works for you if you're a hunter, if you if I would use the twenty for ten, twenty, thirty. I should have probably done that because that's pretty good for a crossbow, pretty accurate within right. an inch probably, but not with a compound. You'd have to know, you know, thirty yards of twenty don't mix is is easy. Right, but yeah, after thirty, that's it. Yours is a twenty yard difference, and that's pretty big. If it was thirty versus forty, yes. you probably still would have. That's got why. It. That's why I. That's where I thought he was at thirty when I told mm-hmm. you guys earlier he wasn't. He was at twenty, and yeah. that's why I went up four inches on the hit. So I aimed at the heart, and it went up four inches and hit. See, and if you were six inches, you, six inches up, and you would have done what Jamie did, which is aim yes. at the heart no matter yes. what. Yes, with the twenty yard right? Yeah, with yes. with no, 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 even with yeah, with the, no, even with the forty. If I would have put right? the twenty yard pin on his heart, I would have had a deer right now. No, but yeah, but what I'm saying is, if, you, if you always put it on the heart, you're either going to yeah. miss high, or you're going to miss yeah. low, or you're going to get it. You got a long, you know. So yeah, I think there's. But I did that. But I used the wrong. I put the forty on the heart. Dude, that's like right. 10 inches. That's what happened. Right. That's exactly where it is. Right. I didn't know it was 20 until tonight. That's the other thing. When we talk distances, you know, I think we as hunters, and even on this lot, we need to do a better job with the markers. Like, we need to mark the land, like, instead of just use rangefinders. Like, you should have a marker. No, like I, something see, I usually ground, do a like, rock, anything. Usually, when I when I set, when I set up a new blind, I'll see like characteristics in the grass, right? Especially if I'm up in the tree stand, it's easy. Like this tree's twenty, this tree's thirty, this tree's yeah, forty. Trees so are easy. Yeah. 
But this is grass, so I see little differences, right? So I'm so like hard. 20, that 30, 40. It's tricky, man. You don't know how big the deal is. So I was, I was able on. to get a 30, and then it snowed over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. I got a 30 before. No, and that's right? usually it what is I what do it is. is I'll sit down on a mark tree. Things and happen. Like, all right, yeah. it's, here's, my, here's my 40 yard, yeah. right? If it's beyond that, I'm, I'm, I got to be really careful with what I'm doing. If it's in front of that, then okay, I, I have a better shot at it, and I have to rearrange it if it comes in below, before, you know, in, in front of that. But I know exactly where it's at at that point. So, but uh, some lessons to learn, some, uh, you know, hopefully some encouragement for some hunters out there that may or may not be having the same sort of story that we're having this weekend. But uh, hopefully uh, tomorrow we'll have some better story, stories, some better success, and we'll, we'll recover a deer that uh, we just, I don't think we were just able to find what we needed to find tonight in order to track it well. So Yeah, we'll have uh, more time in the afternoon. Yeah, right so now. thanks for joining uh, us on the Bowen Planet Podcast. It's Jamie from the BHP Podcast. Wanted to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, Skullhooker Racks Inc., Vanguard Outdoors, Beyond the Ears, Crossman, and Stealth Cam. These sponsors are the rock behind our awesome podcast. Make sure and check them out. Hey, guys, can't get enough of the Boner Plant Podcast? You need more episodes? Well, check us out on Patreon.com. Go to patreon.com slash podcast to join the Golden Arrow Club and get exclusive access to new episodes every week. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.